What's up, fam? It's the coach, Mike Faber. I did that even though I don't like doing it anymore. It's Michael Faber, uh, killing it on the Unleash You podcast. We don't do episode numbers, but we do say topics. This topic is getting out of traps that life gets us in, right? Or we get in in life. So it was a great conversation I was having about this the last couple of days about the traps of life. And they wanted a generic way of going about it. They didn't want necessarily just about their life. They wanted to understand it from the grander scheme of it, right? So the grander scheme we had where it's not just about them. It's about everyone. And life, you get in many different traps. Life traps come from everywhere. You feel like you're in a trap with work or a trap with your situation at work or a trap, uh, I say relationship already, uh, friendship, um, mental trap. You're thinking very negative. Uh, you know, I'm really not good enough. I'm in a rut. I'm not where I'm supposed to be, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? That negative self-talk, which uh, I did a video about self-talk a couple days ago, and uh, you should take a listen to it if that's something that pertains to you. But the traps come from all over. And I think when we talk about this, it's very easier said than done, right? Personal growth, personal development, all those things are easier said than done, right? Like growing, understanding where you are, understanding where you're at, understanding where you're going, right? Understanding uh, the ruts, easier said than done. It's very easy after I'm through one to be like, whoo, that was a heck of a rut I was in, right? Or it's very easy when someone else is in one and you're like, hey, that's a rut, right? Like, oh, you're just stuck in a bad situation or stuck in a bad relationship or stuck in a bad friendship or stuck in a bad job. It's easy from the outside looking in. So I always say that when I'm working with someone is that sitting in, sitting in this chair is easier than being in that life, right? It's, you know, it's like the Monday morning quarterback, right? The coach and the, the, the lazy boy. It's always easier being that guy. So that's the first part. It's not as easy to identify when you're in one of these, but you have to. I mean, like that, you have to be willing to dive in and be like, listen, am I in this relationship because this is the best for me? This is the best for us? Or am I in this because of fear or because I feel stuck or because uh, I'm afraid or because of convenience? Right, I always laugh. Uh, I know a lot of I, I know a lot of people that I used to hang out with a large crowd, and they used to always do this. Oh, I got this new job. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I got this uh, really cool co coworker. He's a real good friend of mine. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, is he cool if he comes and hangs out with us? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So they come, they hang out, we watch sports or something, or we play sports, and you know, the six months later. That friend gets another job. I'm like, hey, where's that guy? He goes, oh, no, no. He just, I, I work somewhere else now. And I always say, like, those are friends out of convenience. It's where I work. It's where I lift. It's where I hang out. It's the bar I hang out with. Oh, I know a lot of people at the bar I hang out with. They're all my friends. No, they're just friends of convenience because we all hang out in the same place. I'm not saying you can't have real friends that are coworkers. I'm not saying that. But knowing friends of convenience and friends of, like, the depth of friendship is important, too. But knowing the situation you're in, knowing if you're stuck or not, is a real dive inside. And the problem with diving inside is it's not very fun, right? Like diving inside yourself is a pain in the ass. Let's be honest. It's painful. Being honest about where you are sometimes is extremely painful. Being, being honest about who you are is sometimes is extremely painful. Being honest about the relationships you're in 
sometimes extremely painful, right? There's times when you're really looking within and there are painful conversations you're going to have to your, with yourself. You're going to be moved to tears. Right? You're going to be moved to emotion because that happens. That's part of it. It's an unfortunate part of it, but it has to be because you have to be honest about where you are and you have to know where you want to go to be able to connect the dots. And the growth comes from uncomfortable situations. You don't get a lot of growth from when you're extremely comfortable. Right? Like when I'm sitting on the couch eating a piece of pizza, the only growth is in my belly. Right? Like I'm not having some personal growth. But if I'm in an in-depth conversation with you, I'm having a real conversation. We're not talking about, you know, Oklahoma City Thunder is really good this year. We're not talking about that. We're talking about real heart, emotion, interior conversation. It's uncomfortable to talk like that with somebody, but that conversation is going to have so much more impact on you. You're going to have so much, the feeling of that conversation is going to be so real to you. And why is because you were willing to be uncomfortable to get growth. So growth comes from uncomfortable positions. So you have to be willing to dive within you. You have to be willing to check yourself. All right. You always got to be willing to have people around you that will check you too, but you have to be willing to check yourself. So it's, so if we're talking about relationships or we're talking about jobs or friendships or if we're talking about you know, where I am in a state, mental state, emotional state, or physical state, I have to be very real. And listen, uh, I'm not just saying this because it's the catchy thing to say or I read it out of a book. Listen, in 2011, I had to check myself. And unfortunately, I had to check myself in every aspect. And I always say like that was one of my hardest years, but one of my most rewarding years too. It was. When I look back at it, it was an extremely hard year. Right? I went through a lot of different things that caused emotional, right, mental, physical toll on me. But from that year, I, it was like a spring shot to where I wanted to be, who I wanted to be, and how I wanted to go about it. So my mindset changed, my focus changed, the person I was changed, and it was extremely painful to do that. Believe me, listen, I spent many times and many nights uh, wearing out tissues, right? And trying to wipe my eyes and say I had allergies, trying to look tough, when in reality, I was going through it, right? So when you're going through something like that, it's going to be hard, right? It's going to knock you down to your knees. Life will hit you hard. But that's the only way that you can dive in and say, listen, this isn't the life I want. And then when you get to that conclusion, I'm not where I want to be. I'm, this isn't the life I want. This isn't the relationship I want. Or this is the relationship I want. Or this is the life I want. However you look at it, then it's how do I get it? And if you have it, how do you keep it? So how do I get this life I want? I was talking to this person that has you know, uh, a single parent that uh, works two jobs like six days a week, has, uh, has like one day and 14 hours where they have themselves. That's it. For a whole week, they have 14 hours. And they have to sleep in that 14 hours. And they have to do chores in that 14 hours. And what I kept saying was, break off one. Start with one hour. If I could break one hour off and make, this, and make it where I can mentally recharge then I'm closer and I'm getting better because I need, you need to be good to be good for others. 
So if you're talking where, man, I'm mentally taxed, right? Like I'm mentally taxed at this moment. All right. What can you do to recharge? Some people it's hot bubble baths. Some people it's a drink of wine or something else, right? Some people it's reading a book or just listening to wave scratch, whatever it is that recharges your battery, do it. Find time, make time. See, this is another thing that drives me crazy when people are like, I don't have the time. You decide what you do with time. Now, if you're deciding not to do it, I say wine is that best for you. But using that, oh, I just did not enough time in a day. Uh, we all have 24, right? It's the richest man and the poorest man have 24 hours in a day to decide what they do with it. And so do you. So pick your 24 and do something that recharges your battery if that's your issue. Right? If it's, I'm not where I want to be. All right. Well, how can you get to those steps? And in the time, how, how can I get to where I want to be? Where am I now? Make the steps in between. And how can I find the time? Listen, if you're spending eight hours a day, 10 hours a day building someone else's life, you can take an hour to build yours. So it might be you have to give up an hour of sleep. It might be you have to give up an hour of TV. It might be you have to give up an hour of Netflix. It might be you have to give up an hour of Facebook time. Whatever it is, you can do it. You just have to choose to. And if you're not choosing to, how bad do you really want it? Because we all want a better life. We all want the great relationship. We all want the great job, right? We all want the great friendships. We all want these things. No one's like, nah, nah, I don't really, I don't care. Nah, I don't want it. I don't want a good friendship. Like no one, if they're saying that, they're lying to you, right? Like everybody wants that. Everybody wants to be however they define successful. But are you willing to do it? Because if you're not willing to do it, the conversation's pointless and you should hit the stop button on this or you should turn off the, uh, this. I mean, because if you really don't want to, you just want to say it, that's great. Everybody's going to say it. If you really don't want to, you won't do what's necessary to do it. So it's one, figuring out where you are, figuring out where you want to be. And this is anything, like I said, emotional, mental state, physical shape, and then also relationships, friendships, family, profession, hobbies, etc. Where you are and where you want to be, connect the dots, right? Make, make the connection and start doing, you can always do something little to get there. I don't have time in the day, make time in the day. Take 30 minutes. Uh, you, you want to get better at this subject? Take 30 minutes and read about the subject. Watch videos about the subject. All right, uh, I, you know, it, I want to be in better physical position, uh, condition. Uh, take 30 minutes to an hour a day and do something physical. I'm not saying you got to go to the weight room and lift a bunch of weights all the time. Some people are like, ah, I don't like lifting weights. Oh, can you run? Can you do push-ups? Can you do sit-ups? Right? Can you do something physical? Can you, can you go row a boat? Like, it doesn't necessarily just have to be sitting in a gym. There's always ways. You just have to be willing to think about them. And the only way you find the ways is that you know you're not doing them now. So you have to start with the check yourself. But the traps in life, listen, none of us are above them. We're all going to experience them. We all have and we'll experience them more. But the, the part is identifying you're in it. Being willing to see exactly where you are. Having the vision of where you want to be. Being able to take the time to connect the dots and see how, it's, how you can get there, the path that you're going to lead to get there, and then making the time to get closer every day, right? Uh, John Maxwell said, not all day, but every day. You don't have to get better all day, but you have to get better every day. And 
I think about that often. I don't have to do this necessary thing all the time, but I do have to do it every day. So it's how can I create this whole package? Because it's a whole package. You start at the, this is where I'm at. And this is not where I want to be. Right? Or this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. So now how can I make it stay? How can I keep it around this area? Because this is kind of where I want to be. So you can make either path. And then connecting the dots and then, t- and then actually making progress towards the dots. Right? Achievement stones along the way. Right? So you, and why those achievement stones are important is because that's making you grow to your goal. You're growing as a person, which is then making you get closer to your goal because you're growing and that's advancing you towards that destination you want to be at. And that's the way that one, I identify the trap when I'm in it. And listen, I get in traps still. I mean, I told about 2011 because that was a big one. But uh, before that uh, and after that, I've been in more traps. So it's, I'm not sitting here speaking as, oh, well, I'm so great at this. I never get in a trap. No, the only way I can identify I'm in one is by being in one. So you're going to get in traps. It's identifying you're in it and then using the process to see where you are, see where you want to go and how to get there and then making the progress to do it because we all have the same opportunity. We all have the same time. All right. Unleash you fam. Peace, love and happiness until next time.